Hello and welcome to the Tyler G Show. A day later than usual, but that's because uh, I was hoping to get replacement bulbs for my lights that went out that I usually use to give a nice, uh, well ambiently lit background. Uh, however, they didn't come in time. Also, I ordered the wrong ones initially the first time. So it's a day late. We're using a different light, but hopefully that's not uh, too big a deal. In fact, most of you guys won't even care because most people that listen to this listen to it from podcasts. So hopefully it's not too much of a distraction. However, we we have a lot to talk about, uh, a lot of cool news in regards to DC, uh, especially DC fandom. So we got uh, we have to get to, into that stuff. And before we get into that, I'd like to thank all the sponsors that uh, help make the show possible. And we even got a cool giveaway involving one. But first, we'd like to thank Skillshare. Skillshare is an online video learning site where you can learn basically anything you could ever dream of, taught by actually people that know what they're talking about. So, uh, for instance, when I got my two free months, uh, I made sure to look up visual storytelling, lighting, photography, all those sort of good things. And I feel like I really uh, helped me step up my game. So, if you guys are out there like, uh, how can I step up my game? I want to get better at photography. I want to get better at video editing. I want to get better at learning about Instagram reels because TikTok died. And where am I going to do my weird dance moves and all my cool editing without TikTok? Well, you can learn all about it at Skillshare. I have a link below in the description box where you could get two free months. And I highly recommend that you take advantage of that. And if you don't want to pay for it, which after using it, it's hard to imagine life without it. Uh, just remember to <laughs> to cancel it after two two months. You don't have to. But I do highly recommend that you take advantage of it. After that, we got Diorama Prints, a new diorama company. I highly recommend you check out as well. And I'll have a link below uh, in the description box for all of these sponsors. So you can check them all out. But Diorama Prints, they have... It's uh, in terms of dioramas in the toy photography world, you tend to get a lot of back alleys and uh, a lot of rooftop scenes and after that it's like not too much that is interesting unless you know the people create the dioramas themselves or they go out of way to commission someone however diorama prints has already five unique background sets um, that i don't think that anyone's ever come up with before including like a vegas hotel room which i love there's an armory there is a Arkham Asylum style or Asylum padded uh, cell. There is, uh, what's the other one? Oh, a Roswell type alien facility. And they also already have pre-orders up for new ones. So uh, if you want to see pictures of how they're used, I'll put their Instagram below so you can see that. Uh, you can see, check out my Instagram for, because I do a lot of pictures with them because I love them. And then, yeah, you can check them out, see what they got new. After that, a big thing, the Undone Watches. Undone watch watches are, I would say, a high-quality timepiece with a middle-range uh, price tag. So it's not crazy like a Rolex, but it's not, I wouldn't say it's like below $100 and crazy cheap either. It's a quality timepiece, and they last long. I've hit, when I wear it, I've hit it against stuff, and it hasn't scuffed or, or anything like that. Um, so, and also, I haven't changed the batteries yet, and I've had them almost a year and still running perfectly. So, they also have a Superman timepiece, they have a couple of Batman pieces, and then they then also have their regular pieces, which are customizable and 
you could actually use different bands and stuff like that. So if you're interested, there's a link below. Also Soap Studios, uh, they are a 112 scale action figure line toy company brand. They also make uh, Funko Pop style statues and stuff. And they have a cool array of Tom and Jerry stuff. But the, I got into them because of their Batman stuff. And one of the figures that I really like that no company's ever really made is the Soft Goods, uh, Christian Bale, Training in the Mountains with the League of Shadows figure. They also have one of the best figures, I think, is this Reverse Flash from the CW Flash show. And Soft Goods, almost Mezco-like, uh, I would say they they are, I would say, high, higher quality in terms of the fabrics and stuff they use, and each figure that they've done, they've gotten better and better. Like, this is one of their latest, this Newt's uh, Scavenger. Not a big Harry Potter person, but this is one of their best figures and has way more joints than all the other ones had. So it's nice to see that a toy company gets better each release. And they have two pieces that I uh, should have soon. A Batman and Catwoman from The Dark Knight Rises. And it's their first actual Batman figure. They've done Bruce Wayne like I just showed, but they've never done a Batman figure yet. So it'll be cool to see uh, where, where their Batman figure stands in regards to other companies. And after that, we have Haya Toys, which is a three and three quarter inch toy company. And I've taken a few pictures of their uh, figures before. I have them down there. Might do one soon again. But they're three and three quarter inches, but they have all the articulation of like a, a Mayfex or a real, or like McFarlane toys. That is all the articulation, just extremely tiny. And they also have a lot of details and cool accessories. So check them out, link below. And then the big one, Zavi UK. Uh, if you're not following Zavi, you definitely need to be. They are an online retail store. And I would say they, they just engross like all all pop culture they carry anything and everything pop culture so whatever the biggest thing is they got like they got dvd blu-rays of all sorts of movies cult favorites uh marvel stuff they have uh action figures and statues they have even they have mesco toys available and at decent prices these aren't like uh scalper prices so if you haven't found a Mezco at a good price, or you're looking for someone, you should check them out and see if they got it. They also have clothing, they have artwork, they have like collectible coins, they have playing cards, they have video games, they have anything and everything you want. And if you use my code Tyler20, you'll get 20% off clothes. And if you use code Tyler10, you'll get 10% off store wide. And uh, I highly recommend you check that out. And if you, usually at the fan art part, if you tag me in any fan art on Instagram, you're automatically entered to win a print. However, this month, due to Zavi, we're doing a giveaway where if you tag me in any fan art, you're automatically entered to win this. But if you don't tag me in any fan art, you have to be following Zavi and you have to be following me as well in order to be entered to win this. And we'll be giving this away at the end of August. So whatever show is the last one of August, that's when we'll be doing a drawing to give us away. And then, like I said, they also got stuff that you can't get at other stores. Like this is a 20th anniversary uh, DC collectible, Greg Capullo, black and white Batman. And if you went to a comic store right now, you couldn't get this, this came out a few years ago, but instead of being marked up and at a price that would be unreasonable and that I might not want to get this, 
This is marked at a great price point and it's a rare figure. It came in a great box with a little collector's edition 20 year thing on it. So check them out if you want to find figures that you, you won't see at the stores. So that's, that's all we got in terms of sponsors. So now we can get on with the show. And in terms of uh, new figures, uh, the newest thing that I saw in stores, I took a picture and put it in my story, was I came across the new Wonder Woman Barbie figures. And they have a figure of the cheetah in full transformation mode. And in a Barbie form, it was it looked awkward and weird. And it's like, so I can't really judge it and say that it looks bad because I'd be like trying to judge the, like when Batman vs Superman came out, uh, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman all had Barbies of themselves and the Batman Barbie looked hilarious. So if you judged Batfleck off of the Batman Barbie, you would have been like, oh, that doesn't look too well. So hopefully it's just because it's the Barbie Mattel version and it will, hopefully it looks a lot better when we see figures of it. Hopefully soon from, I'm saying hopefully a lot. Hope, hopefully we get news from uh, McFarlane soon or he shows something of Wonder Woman figures. Of course, they don't even know when the movie's coming out. Neither do we. We luckily got a couple of Wonder Woman. We got her in the golden armor and regular version, but nothing else. What else do we got? Oh, we got, there's news of Disney Ultimate figures. There's three versions. It's like Mickey, uh, the King from Robin Hood, and someone else. I don't remember. So let's see. Let's take a look at Big Bad Toys. What are the other Disney ones? Oh, Pinocchio. And they all come with cool accessories and multiple expressions. If you're a Disney fan, you're, you are definitely going to want to get those. Uh, also news on Big Bad Toys, sorry. And I've never seen it officially on their page before, even though a rumor of them being released to the general public has been around for a while. But it's now on their page. You could go order Justice League animated figures that, like this, that previously had only been available if you were a member of DC Universe, but you could order them now online. And at the, the way the Bruce Tim Batman animated figures get sold and the way they get marked up after market highly recommend you jump on that I might have to order another whole wave of them just because they're not the best quality control so after using them as much as I do for pictures they tend to wear down so I might have to jump on that if I'm still able to they could be sold out right now as I speak there's a couple ET figures for the 30th anniversary by NECA and NECA showed, they have a bunch of other figures. If you go to the store right now, I saw a re-release of the uh, Predator 1 figure. It looks like an Ultimate Predator figure, and they, that was pretty awesome. But they, uh, you can also pre-order it. Oh, it's in stock. There's even a 12-inch foam replica ET figure. But you get the, there's a two-pack of him in different clothes. One in the wrapped up bike scene garb, the blanket. So there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff, especially if you check out and explore Big Bad Toy Store that you probably won't see anywhere else, or you definitely won't see in stores for a while, just because who knows how shipping's going right now during the pandemic. So I think the ultimate best route, even though there are some people finding some goodies at stores, might be just to order 
especially where I am. I'm in Southern California. I'm not seeing a lot of new stuff outside of NECA. NECA keeps killing it and releasing new stuff all the time. What else do we got? I just covered that, covered that. Justice League. I already talked about them. Yeah, I mean, in terms of new figures for me, the only new figure I got was from Zavia. It was this black and white Batman. I took one picture of it, but I really do like it. And it's really quality. And if anything, it just makes me upset because you can see the the ability that DC Collectibles slash DC Direct has in making a good figure. And for whatever reason, like with those animated Justice League figures, they just get lazy or they just don't care as much or they just paint over a bunch of joints where if you tried to maneuver them, it'd break off. But this feels pretty solid. Okay, and in terms of media, we got DC Fandom coming up August 22nd, the 24-hour event. And we're getting more and more news of the actual guest and what can be expected to be announced from there. Uh, hopefully we get a lot of news in terms of figures and not just statues, because I'm sure they'll have a lot of statues as DC Direct always does. But it would be nice to see more uh, action figure releases from the Batman Adventures Continue line with the Bruce Timm style artwork because I feel like that seems to be their bread and butter. People love that and they just want more of it. And anytime they try to deviate or create a new line, it just isn't successful. We saw it with DC icons, even though a lot of people loved it, for some reason they didn't like it or it just wasn't selling well overall. DC Essentials, that's been kind of hit or miss. I don't even know if that's still going. They kind of release a figure every few months. Um, I remember they showed off uh, DC collectibles like a Lucha Libre line and they showed it off but they never got off the ground because there just wasn't enough interest. So the only thing that continues to be successful for them over the past four or five years has been the animated series line and we're seeing them, they've even gone back to it and created a whole, they even got Paul Dini on board to, to create the whole line of figures that weren't initially on the show just so they had a reason to make them. I hope they keep going with that. And also, we're supposed to, their Suicide Squad, I, they say that James Gunn's gonna be there and other people from the movie, so hopefully we get some Suicide Squad trailers or some kind of footage. The Snyder, the Snyder Cut is gonna be very big there. Scott Snyder's gonna, gonna be there in person, so hopefully we get some more footage and uh, some more news on whether or not it's gonna be one movie, if there's gonna be a sequel planned, if it's going to be a mini series or that sort of thing like what kind of what kind of thing are we dealing with is this going to be like a three-hour movie that sort of thing um and then i there's rumors that dc universe isn't doing too well and that they might be ending soon the whole streaming series so uh hopefully we hear news on whether that's true or not and whether that means that we're going to be getting a third season of titans because that actually is a good series. I'm pretty sure that has a good fan base. So I just know that there are other stuff. I mean, Harley Quinn, the animated series, and Titans are probably the two best things on there besides having the remastered Batman animated series episodes. So it'll be interesting to hear what's going on with that whole thing. Gal Gadot is supposed to be there. I, I am hoping that that means that we'll get some more Wonder Woman footage or at least some kind of teaser just to rev people's hype back up since it's been such a delayed process and who knows if we'll ever get to see it. 
or when we'll get to see it. Uh, Robert Pattinson's supposed to be there. And after his last interview where he said that he wasn't working out and where he said, you know, people hadn't done this before and there was never a standard to work out before until the 90s, which was bullcrap because Christopher Reeve, uh, he, there's photos of him working out in order to get into proper shape for the Superman movie. So uh, a lot of people were saying because it was ridiculous, his comments were so ridiculous and dumb that people were were defending like oh he's joking he's joking and I'm, like I, I've said previously even if he's joking it's gonna piss people off and the main thing about a movie is there's a lot of moving parts there's a lot of people involved in it there's uh, there's prop builders there's set designers there's CGI artists there's the grips there's the cameraman there's the director of photography all these people put work into a movie and they're hoping that it brings back a lot of money they're hoping that it's uh, critically successful and that people love it in general and if you're already turning off people by joking or saying things you should some people are going to get mad at that and that's going to make make them decide whether or not they're going to see the movie it could impact the first week in box office which sets the pace for how the movie is going to do the next few weekends and so i not only hope he doesn't say a lot i hope he doesn't really say much at all i hope that he just kind of has a pre-written script. He walks on the stage, says hello, says the bare generic minimum. Like it was a good, I'm really uh, like looking forward to you guys seeing this. It's gonna be a, a great movie. I'm putting my heart and soul into it. That sort of thing. Don't, don't do anything you shouldn't say. Or don't do anything you shouldn't do. Or don't say anything you shouldn't say. Um, just remember that you're the star of the movie and a lot of people's perception and ideas and their minds are going to be made up based on how you act so even though you might think it's a joke and you of course are going to take it seriously despite being jovial and joking with the press a lot of people can't sense that sort of sarcasm and will be put off by it so hopefully he understands the weight of responsibility he bears for that film uh, in term there's also something that really wondering if they're going to show and it's when batman the animated series has had this revival where batman the adventures continue go and uh paul dini's back on board and earlier earlier this year or towards the end of last year there was a lot of uh quotes from kevin conroy saying oh he'd be down to come back and mark hamill he's never really said that he wouldn't do another uh time as voicing Joker as long as the script's interesting. So I'm wondering if maybe we might get a little mini-series of Batman animated series uh, like the adventures continue to tie in with that comic and also uh, hopefully sell more toys for them if that's what they're looking to do. Uh, and we've had guests on before where we talked about them like what do you think? Do you think it's smart to do that? Do you think it would diminish the overall legacy of Batman the Animated Series and I'd be interested to hear what you think. I personally, I would only want them to do it if everyone who did it originally is back and they actually have a story to tell and they're motivated. If it's a cash grab, it's gonna suck and you, you'll be able to tell if their hearts weren't in it. So, 
that's the only thing for the fans' sake and for my sake. I hope that if they do announce that they, and this could be, this could totally not even happen. I'm just saying, what ifs or hypotheticals. So if they do announce, I'm hoping that they have a story to tell and they're all motivated to do it. But that will be interesting to see. It'll be also interesting to see if we get any details on the Flash movie because Ezra Miller is supposed to be there as well as uh, Grant Gustin. So. Maybe uh, we'll get some flash news. That'll be cool as well. However, that's all I got in terms of action figure news and DC media news. So now we are going to uh, do the Batman animated series episode review. And this week it is Sideshow. It's one of my favorite episodes. I feel like it's highly underrated. It's a killer croc episode. And we actually start off the episode where we uh, are on a train which is carrying Killer Croc and through exposition between the, the guards we hear that they're taking him upstate to a more secure prison and they have him in chains and one guard even mocks him like that. Ah, there's no way you're busting out of those. But Croc also, after a while he, he asked the guard if he realizes the strength of a crocodile's jaw and after he asks him that he decides to chomp on the the chains breaking him freeing himself and that gets everyone especially the passengers on board freaked out and as they clamor to see what's going on with killer croc, killer croc we see that one of the civilians runs the opposite way and opens up his shirt revealing a bat suit so batman's on board because he probably didn't trust uh, GCPD to get him there all the way safely or he thought Croc would break out and his hunch was proven correctly we see that Croc has uh, not only gotten out of the train cart but he's on his way up to the roof of the train and when he's about to jump we see that Batman is throwing a grapple hook around his legs causing him to stay on the train he also shoots him with a sedative dart and he tells him that if he even tries to get out the train, he's not going to go far with the sedative. And Croc just disregards that and tries to spar with Batman, which knocks them both off the train falling. And even though they fall, their fall is broken by some tree branches, but they still fall pretty hard. Uh, Batman's completely knocked out and Croc is able to get up and he lifts a huge rock. But because he is seeing multiple of Batman and he's all dizzy from the sedative, he misses Batman's head by mere inches. And it's also a good callback to, uh, but it's also confusing because it's a callback to Almost Got Him where Croc says that he threw a rock at Batman and it's a comedic thing. Well, if you've seen that episode, you know that the person playing Croc in that is Batman in disguise. So it wasn't the real Croc. Unless Batman's remembering this story, but he's knocked out, so how he could he remember it? So it's all a little confusing, but it is just a little callback to almost got him when Croc said that. So Croc is able to take off, and he tries, well, after he throws the rock, he gets dizzy, and he falls off another cliff into a river. And when we see after that that Batman wakes up, and he immediately starts following tracks and clues that tell him where... Croc has been where he's going, so he's able to catch up with him. Uh, we see Croc has gone out of the river, and he comes to a, a, a cliff where he can't get across uh, naturally, so he 
pushes a huge tree over creating a bridge and gets across and as he climbs higher into the cliffs he looks back and he sees that Batman has come to the bridge and because he doesn't want to get caught he decides that he's gonna roll some boulders from a very high uh, high cliff above where the bridge is and in doing so he knocks the bridge uh, he destroys the bridge while Batman's on it and Batman in the middle of falling has to grapple and is barely able to get secured to the side of a cliff which he is able to climb up on and basically just falls and just as happy to be alive still but we pick up back with Croc who he started trying to get away even further and we see he's still very much affected by the tranquilizer and he comes across another waterfall where he's trying to jump across different stones to get a, to get to the other side he slips and he falls down the waterfall um, to the right where the waterfall is and he's knocked out and then we see that he is saved by what appears to be a boy's head with a seal body and we see croc wakes and he's in the middle of a a freak show commune where we see a bunch of odd-looking circus people and we see a double-headed woman and almost Siamese twins we see a guy named Goliath who's a huge giant we see a little hunchback uh, old man who is the leader of of these freaks and he likes to recite Shakespeare don't remember his name <laughs> but like I said Croc is saved and He's very much welcomed into this group of people, this family, he's taken in by them. Uh, they say that them of all people know what it's like to live with an ailment like Croc, being seen as by society as a freak. They know what it's like to be shunned, so they gladly welcome him in and probably show him more love than he's ever seen in his life, knowing this guy's story and his skin disease and how mistreated he was so initially Croc seems to be taking to this lifestyle and he he seems to be you know almost almost like a good person but then uh, at a dinner table discussion they learn he learns that this group has a saving of 50,000 that is left over from when they bought the property their little nest egg that they could have in, in case of an emergency so this piques Croc's interest and later that night he goes looking for uh, this $50,000 and he wakes Billy the seal boy and Billy asks Croc what are you doing what are you doing up and Croc lies and says he's looking for a blanket and Billy says oh I'll help you get it and he says no you're really glad you're here it's a great place to, to just be yourself you could completely be yourself here with us and we'll love you for it and that's a great that's a great thought and initially you think croc takes that to heart but after this we see that batman has finally tracked croc all the way to this house and he goes up to goliath who's sleeping and asks if he knows anything about croc and because of course they only know croc's side of the story which is mostly lies they assume that Batman's a bad person and gonna hurt Croc. And so they, they decide that they're all gonna gang up on Batman and not let him uh, get to their new friend. So they lock him in an old lion's cage, a 
It looks like it was like on a railroad car and it could just easily be attached because it has the wheels and all that. So, once they have Batman uh, in the cage, they all wonder like, what are they gonna do with him? Now that they have him, are they gonna call people? And Croc doesn't wanna call anyone because that would just alert people to where he is. And because he's actually a bad guy, he knows that he'll be going to jail. So he basically says the only way to get rid of Batman is to actually get rid of him. And all the other people in the group realize that Croc's talking about killing. And because they're actually nice people, they're like, no way, we're not gonna kill him. Like we could just call the police or have him picked up. And that's when Croc basically is like, all right, I gotta take over then. And he ends up using gas pellets that he took out of Batman's utility belt because he has Batman's belt too. And he knocks out the, all the group, the seal boy, the twins, Goliath, and the old man hunchback. And he chains them. He chains them to different areas. He chains Goliath up to a different cage, and he puts uh, the old man in a lion cage. So basically, he himself is the only one remaining, and it would seem like he has the upper hand. He's gonna win. And, but however, when he goes in to get the money, and you know, get a gun for protection. Batman's able to start wiggling the lion cage to where it's starting to move and Goliath as well is starting to bend the bars and get himself loose from the chains he's in. Croc comes out and, and he sees what Batman's doing and Batman's able to roll the lion's cage down into a river where he crashes it along some rocks which breaks and he's able to get free. Goliath's able to get free and Croc runs inside the house and goes to the upper room with a bunch of weapons and basically makes a little fortified uh, safe house for himself. He even tells Batman he has the high ground way before Obi-Wan told Anakin. But the seal boy, because he, has a, he likes to swim, he has an underground water entrance to the house, which he shows Batman. They're able to get in and take Croc down from there. And next we see Croc and they all locked up next to a table. It almost looks like a Silence of the Lambs. Um, crap, I'm blanking on his name now. The character that Anthony Hopkins plays, where he's all like strapped to a table and has like the face guard. Uh, that's what Croc's all locked up in, so there's no way he can escape. And then the seal boy asks him like, why'd you do it, Croc? Like, you had everything basically that you could want. We love you. We can take care of you. Why'd you do it? And then Croc ends. His last line is, you told me you could be yourself out here. And I guess that's what I was doing, just being myself. And it's it's quite sad that, that Croc could have all this love and people that understand him and a whole new life, but he just can't shake that bad habit of, you know, who he is. It's it's uh, just another Batman animated series episode that doesn't end completely on a high note, which I love. So that's that sideshow. And on the DC Universe app, it's the first episode of season two, even though other places have it as. What does this place have it as? Oh, this one just says air date 67. Well, anyway, it's a great episode. I personally really love this one. Underrated Croc episode. So now, we got figure of the week. My figure of the week, I feel like it's pretty easy to guess what it is. It's the only figure I've gotten this week. 
the first new one I've gotten in a while. It's this black and white Batman, the Great Capullo 20th anniversary one. I really love the just the look of everything black and white. I've seen things like this before with statues and different figures, but I've never owned one. So it's nice to say I have one. And uh, now we're all done with you guys looking at my face on here. If you're actually watching the video, we're going to go to fan art. We'll receive what I've been tagging this week and the new people that are entered to win this action figure from McFarlane Multiverse. Batman from Detective Comics number 1000. All right, let's get to it. All right, we're at the fan portion of the show. And the first contender up today, the first entry is by Bode underscore DH. R-U-V-82. And uh, he has a... It looks like the newest Mezco Batman facing off against the Prince of Crime Joker from Mezco. And actually, the figure looks awesome the Batman, especially the big old emblem. Great shot. Glad to have it on the page. Something so beautiful. Oh, oh, what's this? He has different shots too. The focus changing. Like it, like it. See Joker with the knife behind his back? What a trickster. Well, then we got... Oh, Mocha Photography. A Mocha Photography. With a red hood. Carrying a rifle because he can't take those pistols out of the holster. Batman lurking in the background. It looks like it's an extreme sets background. Abandoned house, maybe. I could be wrong. Then we got Spidey Rock Studio with a Batman pick with the caption, A Cold Grim Morning in Gotham. And it's the, it looks like the Arkham Asylum game Batman carrying a Joker card with the Batman emblem behind him. It deserves more than 29 likes, I dare say. Ugh. And we got Darth Collector. With it looks like a hot toy Batman recreating the famous poster, the movie poster. If you haven't seen that, have you ever lived? We got Toy Talica with the new, the Mayfex Hush Batman. Beautiful looking shot, creates a lot of movement. Looks like he's jumping into action, about to take some people down with the batarangs in between each knuckle. Wolverine, Batman. Oh, you mean Nightclaw? Then we got Heroes for Breakfast. With a tribute to the Joel Schumacher animated styles. He even gives a little love to Lost Boys. And uh, it's a good tribute shot. Love the colors of the background. And I love showing off the accessories. Because both of these guys come with great accessories. As they deserve to. And this Two-Face is one of the best figures of all. From the BTAS line. Great shot of a statue with the Bat Fan where they all look like little babies. Uh, you got two Robins with Jason and Damien. Not Jason, with Tim and Damien. With Jason with the Red Hood and Dick Nightwing and Batgirl. And this is from Samerson Collection Naves from Santo Andre, Brazil. WWE underscore Rocaluches. With the white night bat. That's a very cool dial too. I like that. He's got a few. He got Ooh up close. So you get a good look at the emblem. I love the details on this emblem. 
And it actually looks like it's straight out of a comic book, the figure. Next, another one from Samerson Collectionales. I think I said it wrong that time. But it's a great photo of Wonder Woman riding into battle. She's got her game face on. So does the horse. What's on the next? Oh, we got a little different, different vibes for the picture. 360. Kicking up dust. And the packaging. Very cool. What do we got next? Ah. I really enjoy this. This reminds me of... Uh, the quote, I'd love to live with you in your castle, Bruce, but I just couldn't live with myself. It's from the end of Batman Returns. Michelle Pfeiffer, the perfect Catwoman. Underrated, even because her acting in that is incredible. Very cool, moody shot by Morphing Tom 2.0 using the new Batman Adventures Batman, which is also more relevant than ever because it's also the Batman Adventures continues Batman. It even shows a little BTS shot. I love it. And cool accessories. Well thought out, well executed. Cool look at a uh, different Batman, different Batman. McFarlane animated, DC Icons Rebirth from DC Collectibles slash Direct, and DC Collectibles Zero Year Batman. I have this figure, I love it. Because of the purple gloves. And that gun comes with the Endgame Joker, I believe. I could be wrong. Or the Red Hood one. Ooh, little effect like it's snowing. That latex is glowing. Arkham Asylum Batman from Spidey Rock Studio. Oh, cool little... His card on the second side. Armored Batman. Looks like he's going to take on Freeze. Cool combination of figures. A Deathstroke from a Mezco fig. And the DC Collectibles Robin. DC Direct. Cheetah taking on Katana. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Very cool shot of the custom Jack head. And custom paint. Ninja Batman collecting connect from Mattel. This Joker, this Batman laughs. This is the giveaway prize figure. Looking good from D the Bat. I think all these last few ones are from D the Bat. Yeah. D the Bat. Gaslight. This is from DC Direct. Ooh. Hasbro Power Rangers from L-A-T-S-I-I-N. D the Bat, D the Bat. Zero Year. Catwoman in an alley with cats. And look at just the cool little details. Joker, Batman. I love the details. Couple end of the month picks. And we're back to where we started last week. All right, thank you guys for joining. Hope you uh, hope you continue to do picks and tag them. Be entered to win the prize. And uh, I'll talk to you next week.